You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. We honor God by carrying ourselves in holy and honorable ways. Learn how we can honor God with our bodies in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Sa araw pong ito, tayo po ay dadako sa pangalawang linggo ng ating uh, uh, pagtalakay ng Honor God. Ito po yung ating series title. Sabihin nga natin, Honor God. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, Honor God. And kailangang prophetic yung pagsasabi ninyo. No? Honor God. At ngayon pong araw na to, it's so interesting ng ating pong pag-uusapan. Last week ko pinag-usapan natin, Honor God with your heart. Today, our topic is about Honor God with your body. Tama-tama lang. Katatapos lang ng December. Kaya, I know what you did last December. Okay? So, before that, allow me first uh, to just mention to you the word temple. Sabihin niyo, temple. Sa Old Testament po, meron po tinatawag na temple and it is God's earthly dwelling. Okay? And usually, God would choose a priest okay, na siyang magmi-minister inside the temple. Because kasi nung magkasala si Eva at si Adan, hindi na po direkta yung communication ng Diyos sa tao because may namamagitang kasalanan. Pero ginagawa po ng, ginawa po ng Diyos, part ng provision in the Old Testament, so that people can still talk to God and God can still speak to His people, is through the temple. Dahil doon pumapasok yung mga saserdote, tagaalay ng mga sacrifices bilang pantakip sa kasalanan ng tao. And especially kapag sila nakaka-experience ng judgment, nakaka-experience sila ng matinding pangangailangan, they would just go to the temple and pray to God. So again, it is God's earthly dwelling. Now, today, we are all believers of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Bible says that we are already the temple of the Holy Spirit. If the literal temple made by human hands is the earthly dwelling of God. Now, tayo na po yung earthly dwelling ng Panginoon. God is in us. God is with us. That is why we are also priests because we can come boldly unto the throne of God's grace without any hindrance. Amen. And that is a great privilege uh, that privilege of what we are supposed to be uh, proud of. No, not, Can you imagine tayo alam naman nating nagkasala sa Diyos, can now come directly to God in Jesus' name. And our prayers is yes in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, dahil tayo ngayon ay templo na ng banal na spirito, dapat ba nating pahalagahan yon? We should. We should honor God with our body. Why and how? Yun po magiging subject ng ating pagtalakay sa oras na ito. Handa na po ba kayo? Tumayo nga po kayong lahat. At dito po sa my first Corinthians chapter 3, beginning verse 16 up to 17, and eventually, pupunta tayo rin sa first Corinthians chapter 6. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. In first Corinthians chapter 6, beginning verse 18 to 20, Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Tayo po'y manalangin. 
Panginoon, maraming salamat po pagkat sa oras na ito ng aming pagtalakay, sasamahan mo kami at patuloy mo kaming sinasamahan upang maintindihan namin ang iyong mga salita at may-apply namin ito sa aming buhay. Salamat po, Panginoon, at sama-sama kaming itinataas ang pangalang higit sa lahat ng pangalan sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Ako po tayong lahat. Okay. Bigyan ko muna ng background sandali, okay? Bago po tayo mag-aral. So ang ating po teksto ay nasa Korinto. Si Pablo po ang sumulat at sinulatan po niya ang, ang Corinthian Church. Now, may tatlong issue po siya na ina-address. Okay? Una po yung spiritual error because spiritual error must be corrected that the way we think affects the way we live. Pangalawa po yung sexual immorality o yung immorality that is also taking place in the church, not just in the society, but somehow what is happening in the society affects, uh, affected them. Pangatlo is yung division sa church, yung pagkakabahabahagi nila, and that's part of their uh, immaturity. So ito pong tatlong isyong ito ang ina-address si Pablo sa Corinto. Now, sinasabi rin niya, at tinatalakay din ni Pablo, is about their lifestyle, about their behavior, that they are not supposed to use their freedom to oppose the will of God. That they use their freedom just to do the will of God. Sa mga panahon pong yun, ang, ang, ang society nila is very, very immoral. Usong-usong po yung tinatawag ng prostitution. And for them, prostitution is legal, is moral, and it is being considered even as holy. Which is actually opposed to Christian community and opposed to God's standard. So ito po ay ina-address ni Pablo. Dahil, could you imagine, they were living in a society with a corrupt mentality, with an immoral mindset, and there they are in the midst of that society, and they are supposed to be holy before God, pero naapektuhan sila. Parang katulad po ng ating society, though we have God's standard and we decide to live based on the standard of God, but somehow, there is what you call cultural mindset and cultural tradition that is taking place in our society. Kahit na nga bawal ang pang prostitution dito sa bansa natin, but you see, it is all over the place. How much more sa isang bayan, o sa, sa panahon nila Pablo, o sa, I should say, sa panahon ng mga taga-Kurinto, na ang kanilang society, ang pananaw sa prostitution, it is, ito'y kabanalan, at ito ay legal. So imagine niyo kung gano yung takbo ng kanilang society if you would just go and navigate in your mind doon sa nakalipas na panahon na yun. Now, kaya po sa oras na ito, pag-aaralan is how to honor, is honor God with your body. Why we honor God in our body and how? Yan po yung pag-aaralan natin sa oras na ito. Unahin po natin. Why honor God with your body? And I have two points for this. The first is, it is because God's Spirit dwells in your body. Doon po sa binasa natin kanina, ang sabi nun, the Spirit, God's Spirit dwells in us. Amen. God's Spirit dwells in you. Why? Because we are the temple of the living God. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you are the temple of God. We are the temple of God's Spirit. The Spirit of God dwells in us. We used to be dead because of sin. Therefore, there was no Holy Spirit that's dwelling in us before. We were dead because of sin. Anong ibig sabihin ng dead? 
not alive. Ang lalim mo, no? Okay. <laughs> but we were made alive in Christ Jesus. We used to be dead to sin. We were made alive. Why? It's because of the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit that made us alive. Kaya tawag sa atin, alive again or born again. Born again is not a religion. It is an experience of the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ that went into our mortal bodies. Kaya tayo ngayon, we are now alive in Christ Jesus. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Mukha ba siyang alive? Ha? Huh? Wow. Thank you, thank you. Buti na lang. Now, sabi pa rito, if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Sabi niyo holy. holy. Tayo po ay banal. Dati, ibig sabihin, hindi tayo banal. Ano ibig sabihin ng hindi banal? Makasalanan. Okay. Lalim ano. Now we are holy. That is now our new identity. So ang implication na yung Holy Spirit bumaba sa atin, we now have the Spirit of Christ, we now have the Holy Spirit of God, we were made holy by the Lord. And we have to understand somehow the meaning of that holiness. That holiness came not from us, that holiness came from God Himself. Every time the Father would look at us, God would see the righteousness of Jesus. So it's not our own righteousness and holiness, it is the holiness and the righteousness of Jesus in us. And that's a great privilege. That is, that is why we can come to the throne of God. Because no one, no, no unholy one can just approach easily the throne of God. But because we have the holiness of God, we receive such privilege. Now, anong implication pa ng Spirito ng Diyos ay dumadaloy sa atin? Sabi ng 1 Corinthians 11, And such were some of you, but you were washed. We used to be dead to our sin, pero tayo nahugasan na. You were sanctified and were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. We receive the forgiving grace of God. Tayo po ay pinatawad, nilinis ng banal na dugo ng ating Panginoong Yesus. Ang tingin sa atin ng Diyos, tayo nga ay banal, parang hindi tayo nagkasala kahit minsan because of the blood of Jesus na nagugas ng lahat ng ating mga kasalanan. At hindi lang yon ang privileyo. We were sanctified by that same Spirit, meaning we were consecrated, set apart only for the Master's use. Ngayon ang talong ko, sinong gusto niyong gumamit sa inyo, si Satanas o si Kristo? We were sanctified, we were set apart. Sabihin, yung buhay na to, yung katawan na to, si Lord lang ang dapat na gumamit. Hindi dapat kasalanan, hindi dapat ang kaaway. Amen. And sabi and you were justified. Tayo ay pinawalang sala, ibig sabihin, approved tayo. Every time we come to God and ask for something, sasabihin ni Jesus, approved yan. Isa siya sa mga hinugasan ko ng aking banal na dugo. Amen. So we belong to God. Come on, let's give God a hand. Another thing in verse 15 of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Say, members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. If you notice, Paul is actually using a different kind of method on the way he thought the Corinthians. Puro patanong. 
Kasi alam niyo, mga taga Corinto, matatalino sila, highly educated sila. Okay? Na hindi mo kailangan ipagduldulan sa kanila yung isang katotohanan, kundi magtatanong si Pablo, and they would just maximize their common sense, and the answer is very obvious. Ayan po ba kayo? So, hindi niya, hindi niya sinusubo. Tinatanong niya. At yung mga tagukuro, dahil matatalino, they would start th- thinking at nakukuha nila yung point ni Pablo. Now, ang tanong ni shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Anong sagot? Mahina yata. Doon nga. Dito. Doon. Doon. Pahina ng pahina. Ayos din kayo ah. We are now members of Christ. We used to be members, okay? We used to be members of the enemy. And we use this body, we use our lives to indulge in the sin. But now, kay Kristo na tayo. We now belong to Christ. We are. We have this new identity with the Lord. So, ang ibig sabihin, dahil tayo ay nakipag-isa na kay Kristo, dapat hindi sa prostitute. Kaya po, binabanggit more specifically ni Paul yung salitang prostitute, alam nyo. It is because, meron tinatawag na Aphrodite Temple doon sa Corinth. Sa city na yan, dahil sabi ko na legal at saka moral. Katunayan, it's a worship to be in prostitution. May Aphrodite Temple na tinatawag doon. At isa, sa parang tourist spot nila, at pinagmamalaki ng kanilang bayan, magugulat kayo, sila ang may pinakamaraming prostitute. Ba't ganyan ang tingin nyo sa akin? Parang hindi kayo na makapaniwala, ano? But that's actually the background of this. Legal, moral, at paraan ang kanilang pagsamba ang magkaroon ng Aphrodite Temple. It's temple for the prostitute. Pinagmamalaki nila na meron silang pinakamarami sa lahat ng syudad, pinakamaraming prostitute. Parang tingin nila, sila'y nakapagbibigay ligaya sa maraming tao sa pamagitan ng trabaho na yun. That's the society that they have which is opposed to God's standard before the Christian community, that's immorality, but for them that is valid, that is moral. And Paul would like to shield the Corinthian believers from the mindset of their society because there's what you call godly mindset versus the carnal mindset. And some of the immature people in Corinth, believers, were actually being affected by the mindset of their society. They were being carried away. And what is the difference today? We know we are in a society wherein you see prostitutes all over the place. Bawal pa yan. Eh how much more kapag ka, sa panahon, nung panahon nila na legal? Premarital sex is very rampant in our days. And it's acceptable in the society and it's just alright. Ang sinasabi po rito ni Paul, ina-address niya more specifically yung salitang prostitute because meron siya talagang context na tinatamaan but it also includes, hindi lamang ito yung, hindi lamang po ito yung isang tao na bumabayad para bigyan siya ng kaligayahan through sex. Hindi lamang yun. Ang in-address din ni Paul dito ay yung bago pa ikasal yung lalaki at babae, nagkakaroon na ng premarital sex. At higit pa ho, ina-address niya ay yung sex ng mga lalaki sa lalaki, babae sa babae. At hindi lamang po yun, kahit yung married couple na, 
ay nakikipag-sex pa rin yung mag-asawa doon sa iba. Ganyan po yung kulturang at society kinaroroonan ng mga current believers. That's their society. Kaya si Paul, binubura niya sa kanilang kaisipan na mali ito, ito ang tama. Andiyan po kayo. So, sabi niya, Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Sabi ni Paul, never. Alam nyo, meron tayong tinatawag na soltai. Soltai is, it can be a good soltai or it can be an evil soltai. Yung mag-asawa na ikinasal, hindi mag-asawa, mag-boyfriend, mag-girlfriend, ikinasal, naging mag-asawa. Nang ibig sabihin nun, hindi lang nagsasama sa isang bubong, kundi they went into a ceremony where they made a vow towards one another, it's moral, it's legal, yung dalawa nagiging isa. Tama? Pinag-iisa ng Diyos yung dalawa. It is under the blessings of God and is holy and sacred because it is in the bond of marriage. Okay lang na sila ay magkaroon ng sexual intercourse dahil bahagi yun ng buhay ng mag-asawa. It's under the blessings of God. Now, pero yung hindi mag-asawa ay hindi... Ang ibig sabihin nung kapag ka, nakipagnig sila sa hindi nila asawa, nagkakaroon tinatawag na evil soul tie, which means their soul tie is under the inspiration of the evil spirit because it is sin. Diyan po kayo. Kaya nga kahit na yung mag-asawa, kinasal na, ay yung mag-boyfriend, mag-girlfriend, kinasal na. Okay? Ang nangyayari, kapag sa kanilang pagsasama, misan yung lalaki o yung babae, Nagtataksil pa, it's because even before, meron siyang naging soltay na tinatawag. Hindi yun nabubura ng marriage. There is that spirit that binded them with another soul. And not necessarily to that specific person, but to the spirit of adultery, or spirit of prostitute, or spirit of immorality, spirit of lust. Now, allow me to read this, 1 Corinthians 6, 16-17. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one with her? Yun, evil soul tie. For it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. The Bible says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, the new has come, the old has gone. Tayo'y nakipag-isa na raw kay Kristo Jesus. So kung tayo'y nakipag-isa na kay Jesus, bakit kailangan makikipag-isa ka pa sa prostitute? O even to a spiritual prostitute? Wala akong nakikitang kaibahan sa implication ng isang taong sumasamba sa tunay na Diyos at sumasamba kay Baal, just like what happened in the Old Testament. Okay? Nag-commit silang tinatawag na a spiritual adultery by worshipping the true God and worshipping Baal or worshipping other God. Ang tawag doon is spiritual adultery which is also a spiritual prostitution. Now, how about physical or moral prostitution? Kahit na physical or moral prostitution, ang impact po niyan is also spiritual. So it is not true, yung napasok sa kaisipan nila, na total katawan lang naman ito. This has nothing to do with our spirit. Whatever our body does, it's just alright. Anyway, later on it will be decayed, but our spirit and soul will be preserved. And that is a wrong mindset that Paul was also trying to address. What your body does can affect your spirit. 
Hello? Kung sinasabi po rito, ina-address yung evil soul tie, tayo po ngayon nakikipag-isa na sa Panginoon. Huwag kalimutan mo na at iwaksi mo na yung prostitution or spiritual or moral prostitution. The only thing na kapagpapalaya sa atin is when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, pinapatawad ka sa iyong kasalanan, pero hindi pa huro nagtatapos. You may be saved, you may have your salvation and eternal life, but somehow it is still affecting the way you live. Kaya ang kinakakaroon tayong tinatawag na Victory Weekend. Dahil sa Victory Weekend, nagkakaroon ng deliverance. Which marami sa inyo, I believe, hindi pa nag-Victory Weekend. Ano ba yun? Itanong nyo lang sa katabi ninyo, alam nyo yun. Yung Victory Weekend, dun, dun in experience, yung deliverance na yun, na kung ano man yung nagawa nyo in the past, it must be cut off. So you have to be delivered from that spirit so you can move forward without hindrance in your new life in Christ. Kasi in the process of your Christian life, though you would like and desire to live in a holy life, bumabalik yung nakalipas, nagre-resurrect. Kaya it must be cut off and it must you must be delivered from it. Amen. Now, let me go back to, let me tell you the second one. Honor God with your body it's because God owns your body. God owns our body. First, the Spirit of God dwells in us. Pangalawa, God owns our body. He dwells in our body. He owns this body. Sabi puro sa my 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. Sabi mo, you are not your own. Doon sa katabi mo, sabi mo, you are not your own. For you were bought with a price. So, glorify God in your body. Now, kung hindi natin pag-aari yung ating sarili, sino may-ari? Hindi nyo alam? Sino may-ari ng katawan natin? Kung si Jesus ang may-ari, ano ang pagmamay-ari natin? Wala. Anong turing natin sa katawan natin? Tayo ay mga stewards ng Panginoon. Mga katiwala na lang tayo kasi hindi tayo ang may-ari. Binigay na natin to kay Lord. Dahil originally, pag-aari naman to ni Lord. Amen. Alam niyo yung prinsipyo ng band servant, especially in the Old Testament, na yung isang alipin ay bibilin ng isang amo para sa ganitong aliping ito, mapasa kanya habang panahon ng kanyang buhay, niwala siyang karapatan na sa kanya. Habang buhay siyang konektado doon sa kanyang Panginoon, it's because binili na siya. Now, tayo dati alipin tayo ng kasalanan but we were bought with a price. And Jesus paid for us by His most precious blood. Tinubos niya tayo. We were redeemed. We, were, we used to be in the hands of the enemy and we, are, we were destined to hell. But God purchased us using the blood of Jesus. So binili na tayo na we are now servants of the living God. As a servant, we don't have any right of our own, but we surrender it to our Lord. Amen. Si Jesus na yung ating Panginoon. Kung ano ang kalooban ng Diyos, yun ang ating susundin. Hindi na yung ating kalooban, kundi ang kalooban ng Panginoon. Yun po ang ibig sabihin nito. You were bought with a price. So the conclusion is, glorify God in your body. Honor God in your body. Amen? Now, how to honor God with your body? 
First point is be healthy. Wow. God knows what you did last December. Okay? Now, tignan natin sandali ito. Cardiovascular disease or CVD is now the most common cause of death worldwide which accounts for approximately 30% of deaths worldwide. Now, ano ibig sabihin ng cardiovascular disease? Ibig sabihin nun, it is a disease in the cardiovascular. Very intellectual, right? Hirap nun ah. Ito na yung most common cause of death. Now, Tignan po natin yung mga risk factors. Ate, abuy, bumubusina na ako. Kaya baka hawakan yung puso ninyo. Okay. First is tobacco. Today, it causes about 5 million deaths or 9% of all deaths annually. Ganyan po karami yung naman dahil sa tobacco. Okay? Dahil sunog baga ang tawag doon. Hindi, ito, tandaan niyo, parang, paano, yung iba nagkasakot, ng, nagkaroon ng sakit sa baga na hindi naman naninigarilyo. Paano, lahat ng kasamahan niya naninigarilyo. Eh, yung second hand smoke is even more dangerous than the first hand. Yung ba nauusok, alam niyo, nakakita na ako minsan ng nanin, nag-aalaga ng sanggol, tas naninigarilyo. Yung anak niya, sanggol pa lang, parang daig pa lang naninigarilyo. So, Ito po ay isang risk factor sa buhay natin. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit, Church. Hindi dapat ito pinauusukan na parang mangga. Ngayon, kung talagang hilig ninyong magpausok, yung sasakyan ninyo, alam nyo, may tambucho yun. Itapat ninyo yung ilong nyo doon. At lang happy nyo lahat ng usok. Because it is not good for the body. God loves your body and He would like you to be healthy. Pero unfortunately, minsan, because of our nature, bisa talagang hindi mapigilan ng tao. Kaya naman may consequence din yun at alam ng Diyos yung consequence nun. Adyan po ba kayo? Pangalo is physical inactivity. Noon ho, ang mga trabaho is agriculture. Wala akong problema eh. Okay? Dahil lagi kumikilos yun, gumag- gumagalaw. Eh ngayon po karamihan ay nasa office, nagko-computer. No, I remember when I was still young, and that's, kailan lang yun? <laughs> ano laro namin tumbang preso? Luksong baka, luksong tinik. Andiyan ba kayo? Sino pa nakakaalala nun? Tasa kamay. Ha? Yung hide and seek, yung magagano, no? Pagbilang ko, sampo, nakatago na kayo. Tapos, ah, ano, magtatakbuhan na yan. So, gumagalaw. Okay, nagkakaroon ng social activity, physical activity. Ngayon po, puro nasa computer shop ang mga bata at nag-games. Okay? At yung iba, hindi na nga kinakailangan umalis ng kwarto dahil meron silang tablet. Meron either laptop or iPad. Hindi lang nga ho yun eh. Misa sa cellphone na nandoon na yung lahat ng games. Bisan mas marami pa yung games doon kaysa sa contact number. Bumili lang cellphone, hindi para gamitin para sa pagtawag at pag-text, kundi para gamitin mag-games. Okay? Kaya hindi na umaalis ng kwarto, ando na lang, hanggang sa nasanay, kabataan, hanggang sa tumanda, ganun ang nagiging activity. Hindi nagsisirculate ang dugo sa kanyang buong katawan. Andiyan ba kayo? And that is important para maging maayos ang memory mo, maging masigla ka, malagi kang nakangiti. 
Lagi kang malakas. Okay? Kasi kailangan mo ng physical activity. Kailangan yun. From the very beginning, even before, even before na magkasala ang tao, ang gusto ng Diyos, kumikilos ang tao. Kaya nga si Adan binigyan ng leadership na alagaan ang lahat ng nilikha ng Panginoon. To have physical activity. O, yung cholesterol level, yung lipid levels nyo. High cholesterol levels are estimated to cause 56% of ischemic heart disease and 80% of strokes amounting to 4.4 million deaths annually. Alam nyo, sa kulturang Pilipino, usong-usong pa naman, parang hindi okasyon kapag kawalang lichon. Ano ang pinakamasarap sa bahagi ng lichon? Yung balat. Sa manok, ano ang pinakamasarap na bahagi? Yung balat. Bakit ba naman sa dami-dami ng ano eh, yung balat pang pa gustong-gusto ninyo? Malutong. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> pa ako nagla-lunch eh. Huwag <laughs> nyo akong tuksuhin. Yung taba ng baboy, ewan ko pa naman, lalo pagka sinigang, ang gustong-gusto yung mga taba na kalutang. Para bang sa mata pala ng siyang-siya ka na. Na tinitignan na kalutang, titirahin ko yan. Yan? Yeah? Hindi naman ho tayo extreme na sinasabi natin, bawal kumain ng pork. Ba't dapat ho, alam niyo ninyo kung ano yung kakainin ninyo, hindi niyo kakainin, at kung gano'n lang karami yung kain ninyo. Yung iba kung kumain sa isang upuan, isang kilo eh. Anong mangyayari sa inyo niyan? Ah? Eh paano hindi tataas yung kolesterol ninyo, ay eh, lahat ang kinakain ay eh, puro ganun. Minsan lang naman, pastor, ah, minsan lang, kakatakain lang. Isa hindi natin alam kung ano ibig sabihin ng konti at saka marami. Alam mo ninyo, tumatawa kayo, pero sa totoo lang, ho, lahat ho tayo guilty. Lahat ho tayo ay guilty. Kaya po, ito, tamaan na ho nang dapat tamaan. Okay? Hypertension. In short, high blood. Parang gandang pakinggan, high eh. Parang high grade. Pero high blood lang mo ibig sabihin. No? Ibig sabihin ng hypertension. Approximately 62% of strokes and 49% of causes of ischemic heart disease are attributed, attributable to it. Minsan, alam nyo, mga Pilipino, ang sarap ba yung may mangga kang hilaw tapos meron kang bagoong? Ah! Yeah. Isang kumain ka ng mangga sa isang upuan, tatlo. Ibus yung isang garapo na, na bagoong. Ay, pastor, sinamahan ko naman ng karikare. Ano ko, iba pa. Ah, pastor, pagka kumakain ako ng karikare, hindi ako gumagamit ng bagong. Kasi yung bagong lahat, isang bote, binuhos ko na sa karikare. <laughs> Alam niyo ba, na namamagay yung mga ugat ninyo kapag kumakain kayo ng maraming maalat? Kaya, minsa, kaya sa pamamagaan ng ugat ninyo, nagiging madali yung pagtaas ng blood pressure dahil hindi makadaloy ng gusto. Yun naman pong pagkain ng mga pas, yung kolesterol bumabara doon sa ating mga veins, sa ating arteries, okay? Na minsan nagiging dahilan pa ng stroke dahil hindi na makadalo yung dugo doon sa brain. Akala natin sa pamagitan ng exercise, may eliminate yun, mali kayo. Maganda ang exercise, pero kung excessive yung take ninyo ng, ng, ng pagkain, especially ng fats o ng may kolesterol, eh, kahit anong exercise ninyo, mag-accumulate din ho yan doon sa inyong ugat. Nothing beats a balanced diet. Amen? Now, alam ko po nung December, marami kayong binanatang pagkain. 
yung paghati ninyo sa ham, yung pinalaman ninyo, isa lang naman, oh, pero ganyan kakapal yung ham. <laughs> Dilegyan pa ninyo ng cheese. Hindi pa kayo nakontento, pinahiran niyo pa ng isang boting mayonnaise. <laughs> Tapos enjoy na enjoy kayo, sarap na sarap kayo. Now, para mawala yung guilt, nilalagyan niyo ng pineapple. Sabi mo, para kasi healthy ako, healthy living. At yun ang kinain ninyo at isinaksak ninyo sa baga nyo. <laughs> Kapag ka ho, hindi natin alam kontrol ng ating pagkain, lalo na sa mga Pilipino, hindi tumitigil hanggat hindi nabundat yung tiyan. Hanggat hindi pumuputok at hindi na natapo pupunit yung siper at saka yung butones. Hindi pa busog. Kaya anong nangyayari? Obesity. Sabi ng World Health, 1.3 billion overweight adults in the world. Huwag kang titingin sa katabi mo. Baka sabihin, pinariringgan mo siya. Obesity. Sobrang bigat mo na. Malaki pa ansyan. Ay, sorry. Baka may nasasaktan mo ako, ha? Patawarin niyo ako. Lahat naman tayo dito, mayroong tama, eh. Okay? Ito po ang nangyayari sa mga Pilipino. Alam nyo, yung bang sobrang dami ng sweets, lalo na mahilig kayo sa soft drinks? Ang soft drinks at saka iced tea, parehong malakas sa sugar yan. Yung soft drinks, 8 to 10 na kutsara ng asukal. Ang nariyan, isang inuman mo lang, enjoy na enjoy ka pa. Tapos hindi ka pa makontento, gusto mo isa pa. Unlimited oh, pa yung gusto. Pareho yung iced tea at saka yung soft drinks. So, kaya nga pinagbawal na yan sa public school eh. Common sense dictates. Bakit kaya pinagbawal sa mga public school yan? Because the government is responsible in protecting the health of the children. At dahil alam lang yung soft drinks, hindi maganda. Ayoko magsabi ng brand dahil hindi naman ako after dun sa mga kumpanya na yun. After ako sa kalusugan ng bawat isa sa atin. Amen. Yung kumain kayo ng pastries, ang daming donut. Kumain ka, daming pizza. Yung ganyang pakalaking pizza ang kinain mo. Marami naman kami, ilan? Dalawa kami. It's not a good carbohydrates, by the way. Ano nangyayari pagka excessive na yung intake mo ng sugar mo? Diabetes mellitus. 5% of the world's population had diabetes. By 2025, it is predicted to increase 72%. Wow! Maraming sabi nyo, eh, pastor, hereditary naman yan eh. Mas lalong maa-aggravate. Kahit na hereditary yan at magkakaroon ka man, naa-aggravate pa lalo pagka wala kang disiplina. At pwede acquired kahit sabi mong wala sa lahi. Kung lagi kang kain ng kain ng matamis, maa-acquire mo yung diabetes mo. Now, God is teaching us to protect our body. The issue is we have to take care of our health because it does not belong to us, it belongs to God. Amen. Ano yung mga bagay na dapat natin gawin ito? Ayaw ninyo. Mag-exercise. Ha? Ayaw ninyong gumalaw-galaw. Sino rito? Ito, tanong ha. Ito, masama sinungaling. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, masamang sinungaling. Sino rito ang regularly nag-exercise, taas ang kamay? Bati lang lang kami. We have to exercise. Now, eh, pastor, eh, matanda na ako, hindi ko na kaya. Kahit to brisk walking. Yeah. Kung may edad ka lang, at least brisk walking. Si Ray, ito, ito exercise mo, Ray. <laughs> Kahit ulakad, malaga pawisan kayo. 15 to 20 minutes is good. 
if possible, everyday, kung di man, three to four times a week. Okay? Hindi, eh, ako, alam mo, ako, exercise ko, ganun eh. <laughs> Yan, ha, yung kutsara tinidor. <laughs> Ganyan. Ay, nako. Pagpagkain ang pinag-usapan. Eto, pagkain, dapat masustansya ang pagkain. Pero mag-iingat din sa dahil may mga fruits na malakas sa sugar. So, tignan ho ninyo, alamin po ninyo. Hindi ko nung sinasabing bawal totally ang meat. Kailangan din natin ng protein sa katawan natin. Pero kailangan balance eh. Balance eh natin. Nothing beats a balance diet. And then, yung tama akong pagtulog. Sa inyo, ginagamit ninyo yung pagdalo sa church para matulog. <laughs> Hindi ito yung oras ng pagtulog. Kailangan natin ng 8 to 10 hours pagka medyo bata-bata ka pa, 10 hours pagka medyo may edad ka na, 8 hours. Ray, ikaw ba? 5 na lang, ano? <laughs> we have to sleep properly. The posture and the number of time. Maganda rin ho, may mga napping kayo. Importante, kasi nag-regain yung inyong yung brain ninyo. Okay? Mas lalo pa nagiging maganda yung inyong memory. Nagiging maganda yung kutis ninyo, yung balat ninyo. Ba't kayo nakatingin sa akin ng ganyan? Nagiging masigla tayo at nagiging active because tama yung circulation ng ating dugo, tama yung iyong pahinga, tama yung iyong pagkain. At ito ang kalooban ng Panginoon sa bawat isa. That's the way we should take care of our body. Now let me proceed to another. Ito, tumawa na kayo. Ito, balik tayo sa seryoso. Let us honor God with your body by being holy. The grace of God has been given to us and we were made holy in Christ Jesus. Therefore, that's now our new identity. This is what we are supposed to do. 1 Corinthians 6.18 Flee from sexual immorality. Flee means run away. Every other sin is in a, sin a person commits is outside the body, but sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Allow me to read this a survey or news. The growing rate of sexual promiscuity and immorality in the Philippines. The study shows that one in every three, one out of three, youth age 15 to 24 years old has engaged in premarital sex. The number increasing by more than 14% from almost 20 years ago. When the second YAPS or Young Adult Fertility and Sexuality Study was conducted, this translates to about 6.2 million youth who have engaged in sexual intercourse before marriage, according to UPPI's Maria Paz Marquez. She noted also a narrowing gap in the number of males and females who have engaged in premarital sex. Tignan niyo yung latest number. Ito, 2013. 35.5% of males and 28.7% of females in 2013. Ito, isa pa. From 26.1%, Males and 10.2% of females in 1994. Now, mag-iisip ka. Simula nung 1994, meron na, bagamat pa lang. Bagamat, I, I should say, mataas na nga yan eh. Pag nang tinang 2013, grabe yung increase. Anong ibig sabihin? As years pass by, mas lalong tumataas ang mga kabataan na i-engage sa premarital sex. This is a sad news. Kung tayo ay mga magulang and somehow you experienced that in the past, the Lord has already forgiven you and has given you new life. 
please don't pass the baton, the negative baton to our children. May mga naririnig tayo sa ating panahon na mga tatay dadalhin yung kanyang teenager na anak sa prostitution house. Sabi niya, bibinyagan para maging tunay na lalaki. Kung kayo man ay nagkasala in the past, pinatawad kayo ng Panginoon, you have a new life. Huwag nyo nang ipasa pa sa susunod na henerasyon yung bagay na ginawa ninyo in the past. Or else we will live in a wicked generation later on. Dadami pa nang dadami at yun nga ang nangyayari sa ating panahon. It keeps on increasing every year. Why? Because of the society where we are in right now. Sabi la, ay hindi kami conservative, we are so liberal. Noong lang bawal yan, ngayon okay na. It's now acceptable. Everyone does it. Everyone is doing it anyway. Why should we not? Our standard is God's standard. God has His own standard upon us. Gusto ko ba ninyong uminom ng isang basong tubig na yung tubig malinis pero yung baso'y marumi? Kahit bigyan kayo ng distilled water, ilalagay sa napakaruming baso, iinumin ba ninyo? Hindi. Kaya nga tayo nilinis ng Panginoon, set apart for the Master's use. Because that is now our new identity and it's lived by what? By the identity that God has given to each one of us. Sabi pa ng Ephesians 5.3, But among you there must not be a, even a hint of sexual immorality or any, of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Sabi niya holy people. We are the people of God, the holy people of God because of His grace. Yung hint, kahit na hint lang. There must not be even a hint of sexual immorality. Remember, Paul was actually addressing the believers here. And therefore, I am addressing you with this. Now, hindi lamang yung mga bagay na ginagawa ng ating katawan, kundi yung mga bagay na lumalabas sa ating bibig, sabi ng Ephesians 4.29. Do not let unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So even the words that comes out of our mouth, kinakailangan din po ay kalugod-lugod sa harapan ng Panginoon. Dahil yun po ay bibig natin ay bahagi ng ating katawan na dapat ay templo ng Espiritu Santo. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So hindi lang yung ginagawa ng katawan, kundi lumalabas sa bibig at pumapasok sa ating isip. Bakit? Dahil kung anong input, yun din ang magiging output. You live your life in this way, it's because that's what you allow to come into your mind. You will not do anything that is not in your mind. Amen. So, this makes the Bible very relevant sa bawat isa. Yung pinapasok natin sa isipan natin. Let us read our Bible. Let us read Christian books. Literature that are beneficial for our spirituality and for even us intellectually. And the conclusion of Paul after saying all of these things is this. 1 Corinthians 6.20 Therefore, honor God with your body. Sabi natin, honor God with your body. 
say to the person beside you, honor God with your body. Godly perspective leads us to a behavior that honors God in our body. Church, just look at me for the last time. Let me say this. If we used to indulge to spiritual prostitution or even moral prostitution or committed adultery or premarital sex in the past, now that you are in the Lord, you were forgiven. The Holy Spirit now dwells in us and this body is now owned by Jesus Christ. We have this greatest opportunity to live by the kind of identity that we have. Let us learn to live healthy and to be holy because we were purchased by the blood of Jesus. Ang ginamit na pambayad ay hindi ginto, hindi pilak. Ang ginamit na pambayad ni Jesus ay ang kanyang sariling dugo. Pahalagahan natin ang pinambayad ni Jesus sa buhay natin. Si Jesus ay namatay, nabuhay dahil sa atin, sa bawat isa sa atin na kanyang tinubos para tayo ay consider na mga banal sa harapan ng Diyos. We are now God's holy people to show forth the praises of Him who has called us into darkness, into His marvelous light. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. Begin the new year right by staying updated with our schedules and events. Make sure you have the Victory Alabang app on your mobile devices. Thank you and stay connected.